I'm glad you're here this morning. Amen. So glad you chose to be here on this Sunday morning. Bible. John chapter 5. John chapter We've been studying here the book of John. This morning, give you a thought this morning concerning the resurrection. And uh, it really ties in um, with what kind of what we've been studying in Sunday school. on to explain to them the resurrection. In this statement, there's a couple different resurrections here that he speaks of, and without getting too uh, teaching, there's, there's more than one resurrection that takes place in, uh, in life, that takes place in, uh, in, in the Bible, and so we'll talk about that this morning. But uh, just three simple thoughts this morning on the resurrection. John chapter 5. You've got your Bible. John 5. Let's all stand if you can. And let's begin reading in verse number 25. Verse number 25 here this morning. Jesus says, Verily, verily I say unto you, The hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, they that hear shall live. Amen. For as the, as the Father hath, get, hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. And hath given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. Now, I find this to be interesting that Jesus make sure that they understand who they're talking to. This is the Son of Man, and the Son of Man being the Son of God. Verse 28, marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, yeah. yes. and shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. We'll conclude with that last thought as we get down to the end of verse number 29 where he talks about the resurrection of life and the resurrection of damnation. We'll speak of those two resurrections at the end. But as we work our way through this text, we'll start with verse 25, how he specifically talks about a specific thing um, about what they've heard in verse number 24, how they've believed, and now he jumps into the first resurrection. Let us pray one more time before we start this morning. 
Lord, I thank you for this morning. Yes. We've gathered together in your name. Yes. We've sung hymns in your name. Yes. We've sang songs. We've prayed. We've taught. We've had a good time and maybe some fellowship. Amen. But Lord, I ultimately, I ask you right now that you would fill me with your words, yes. empty me of yes. self, yes. and fill me with your spirit. Yes. To preach the word that you want me to say, say only the things in which you would have me to say. Lord, I love you. Help us to be doers of the word, not only hearers. In the strong name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. See, first of all, we'll speak of, number one, the hour of the resurrection. You say, what do you mean, the hour of the resurrection? In verse number 25, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is. What does that mean? The hour of the resurrection. It is the hour of the resurrection. For 2,000 years or so, this is the hour of resurrection. You say, what do you mean by that? I mean when someone has been passed from death unto life. And verse number 24 regards, the Bible says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me, Hath everlasting life, but shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from what? From death life. unto life. Yeah. See, before I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, I was dead. Yes. I was dead, as, the, as many have said, dead in the trespasses of sin. I my sin. I was dead unto Christ. I could not, I, 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 I did not, I was not alive. And the first resurrection that took place in my life was the moment that I believed in Jesus Christ and I became alive. Yeah. And I went from death to life. And he says that is the hour of the resurrection. This is the hour. Now, it's been some 2,000 years ago that Jesus Christ has left this earth. And this is still the hour of that resurrection. The hour of belief. The hour of repentance. The hour of turning from death to life. He said now is. See, Jesus was laying the groundwork. He said what you need to understand. This is the hour that you need to believe on the name of the Son of God for yeah. salvation. Yeah. This is the hour. So that you and I can be passed from death and life. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in the trespasses and sins. I'm thankful for the day that I accepted Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for the day that I was passed from death to yeah. life. Yeah. What a great day that was. It Honestly... It's not a physical resurrection. It is a spiritual yeah. resurrection. Yeah. You know, the Bible says the natural man understandeth not the things of God. <clears throat> there are sometimes people will read the Bible and say, well, I don't understand. Well, sometimes the reason they don't understand is because they are the natural man. What does that mean, Brother Trenton? I mean, this is that they are not born again. They don't understand the natural, the spiritual things of God because they are of the natural man, which is the lost man. 
say, how can I know? How can I, how can I go from that, uh, that dead man to the live man? Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. thou shalt be saved. Yes, yes, yes. Romans 10, 13 is still Amen. true today. Amen. Sad thing is, is a lot of times it's, it wants to be complicated. And, and it has to do this, and it has to do this, and have to meet this guideline and this guideline. But ultimately, which I'm thankful for, that I don't have to do anything. All right. Right. Because Jesus did it all. Amen. Come on, Bruce. That is the hour in which we live in today. Yes. The hour that we live in today is the hour of you believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Amen. You know what? I'm glad that it's not based on my works. That's right. Yes. I'm glad that it's not based on how good I am. Come on, Bruce. Or how good I try to be. See, when it comes down to it, my good is not good enough. Right. And my works are just not good enough. And my prayers are just not good enough. And my and my good deeds are just not good enough. My church attendance is just not good enough. It's just not good enough. Right. But the hour came when the Son of Man died on the cross so that you and I could have everlasting life. When we believe on His name, that is the hour. That is the hour. The spiritual resurrection that needs to take place in every single person's life. Yeah. But I'm sad to tell you this, that if you do not take of that spiritual resurrection, you will not rise in the first resurrection. Come on, Ruth. You won't. See, we have the hour of the resurrection. Number two, we have the life of the resurrection. Look at verse number 26. <coughs> For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. Amen. See, what this, what this hour is, is life eternal. What this hour is, is the spiritual resurrection. But what is this life of the resurrection? See, you can be all the good you want to be and be baptized as many times as you want to be church attendance as you want to be but unless you taste of that life have the spiritual resurrection Amen. and Jesus said in the father is life and he gave me life and because I have life I can give you life That's right. this is what he's talking about this is the spiritual resurrection that life of the resurrection is Jesus yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. and see don't miss it. Understand it. It ain't Brother Trent. And it ain't the church. And it ain't your good works. It is Jesus. Hallelujah. And you say, why is it just Jesus? Because he's the only one that died on the cross. Yes. I didn't die on the cross. They didn't pay for my sins. My good works didn't pay for my sins. Right. Right. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. He brought life with him. Come on. I believe it's John 10 that says, let me quote it. Let me read it so I don't misquote it. He says, the thief cometh not but, to, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come. I am come. I am come that you might have life and you have it more abundantly in Jesus Christ. 
power to save. Nobody else, no one else before, no one else uh, uh, that will come after has the power to save. That's right. He's the only one that can have the power to save because he's the only one that has the power of life. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He's the only one that can give life. Huh? He's the only one that can give life. Yeah. Amen. When God formed man in the Garden of Eden, he had dirt. And he formed it. And he reached down there. And he blew with his mouth. Life. Yes. Into the lungs of Adam. Amen. Because he's the only one that can breathe life. Yeah. There was an argument one day between God and an atheist. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Maybe the atheist would believe in God. <laughs> atheist says, well, I can create anything I want to. I can make, I can make anything. God says, okay, well, I'm going to make man. He forms man, breathes life into man. Scientist gets down there, well, I can do that too. God says, oh, wait a minute, go get your own dirt. Because <laughs> <laughs> God took dirt and made you. And God took, well, man. Then he took a rib and made a woman. With he himself made life. Come on, And I'm going to tell you, the only way that we get life everlasting is God. Amen. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to strive your whole life. Be as good as you can. Not good. And it's not good enough. That's right. Because the only one that can give you life is Jesus Christ. Amen. Why? Why? Because God said he has life. And he gave it to the Son. And the Son gives life. Amen. And if we don't taste to that Son, Jesus Christ, then we can't have that life. Amen. Tasted of that life. See, he was given the power to save, but he also, in this text, he was given the power, and he was also given the power to sentence. In verse number 27, look what he says. With that life he gave him, and he gave him the authority to execute what? Judgment. Because he is the Son of Man. Jesus Christ was given that power to give life, but he was also given that power to bring judgment. Because with, as we talked about last, I believe it was last week, with with. Uh, being perfect with being absolutely 100% perfect. You cannot have mercy without judgment. You cannot have grace without judgment. And I'll say this, as, as, long as, as long as we have breath and as long as we live on this earth, it is your choice to go to heaven. It is your choice to go to hell. It is your choice how, what you do with the life. Amen. It's your choice. Not one person in here can make you go to heaven. Not one person in here. You're going to get, I'm not going to heaven on someone else's coats, co uh, co coattails. I'm not. I'm 
going to heaven, I'm God. Amen. I'm Jesus Christ and him alone. Amen. Amen. See, we see in this text, we see the hour of the resurrection. We see the life of the resurrection. And then lastly, number three, and I'm done, is the future resurrection. In verse number 28, he says, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming. See, he already talked about in verse number 25, the hour is here. This is the hour. But then he says in verse number 28, there's an hour that is going to come. And that hour is all those that are in the graves, all those that are dead, all those that are asleep. There will come a day when those that are in the ground will not stay in the ground. And that will be the resurrection. And verse number 29 says, and, and shall come forth. And they that have done good unto the resurrection of life. See, once you understand, in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4, and verse number 16, the Bible says, for the Lord himself shall ascend from heaven with a shout and the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. You say all those that are in the ground, all those that are dead, this is the resurrection. This is the resurrection of life when those that are dead will rise out of the grave. If I die before the rapture, guess what? I'm in the grave and I'll be flying out of there. And I'm going to tell you something. It'll be a sight to see those that come up out of that grave. Person sitting in a graveyard when the rapture time happened. Woo! <laughs> what just took place here is the resurrection of life. Yeah. And I've said this before and I mean it. When I die, don't weep for me because Amen. I'm not dead. Amen. Because that is a, just a shell. That's right. When they place my body in the ground, I'm not there. Because that body is dead. Yeah. Right. My spirit lives on. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's an exciting resurrection. The resurrection of life. And guess what? I'm taking part of that. Yeah. Yes. And the reason I'm taking part of that is because I have tasted of the resurrection. I've yes. tasted of the life. Amen. That's right. And there's not one person in this room. That you will not take, you will taste of that lot, resurrection of life in only one way. That's right. And that's whether you have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That's right. Amen. Amen. Romans 10 13. If yeah. you've never called on His name, Please then do. you will not take place in that resurrection of Amen. life. See what 1 Thessalonians 4 16 tells us, and preachers have been preaching it ever since, is that one day, Jesus Christ will step out on the clouds and he'll get somebody to blow a trumpet. I don't know who, but the trump of God will sound and blow that trumpet as loud as he can and those that are in the ground will raise to the sky and then I'll be followed right behind because the dead in Christ shall rise first and then I'll go up there with them and then that will begin, that will begin what we call the rapture. But that is the first resurrection, the resurrection of life. Amen. I'm going to take place in that. Yeah. But Jesus wasn't done. He said, this is the hour. He said, the hour's coming. 
Do you realize we've been waiting for that hour for over 2,000 years? Do you know how many people have passed in the last 2,000 years? Do you know how many graves there are two, over the past 2,000 years? You don't think that Jesus ain't getting antsy up there? Come on. You ready to blow that trumpet? Come on. There, as far as biblical prophecy goes, there ain't a one prophecy left to be fulfilled for him to step out on them clouds. Not a one. It's ready. Yes, yes. He's ready to blow that trumpet. Yes. Bible says, No man knoweth the hour nor the day when the Son of Man will return. That's right. Do you know that not even God, not even Jesus Christ knows when God says, Hey, go get your kids. Amen. Go get your children. Not even Jesus Christ knows. That's right. And I believe that's why Jesus is excited in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 when he comes back with his shout. Because he's excited to see his children. Yeah. Amen. He doesn't know when that resurrection of life will take place. That's the exciting part. Amen. If you're a born again believer, that's exciting. But the second part is not so exciting. Look in verse 29. Oh, I do want to say something about what is said here. In verse number 29, he says, And they shall come forth, they that have done what? Good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Understand this. This does not speak of the reason for life, the resurrection of life. It doesn't speak of the reason for the resurrection of damnation, but as the result of salvation and the result of rejection. Does that make sense? Yes. They're not part of the resurrection of life because they've done good. And they're not part of the resurrection of damnation because they've done evil. They've done evil because they've rejected. They've done because they've accepted. Yeah. If that makes sense. <clears throat> Daniel 12, 2 says, And as many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall wake. Some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. There will come a day when the ground will shake and they will hear the voice of God. Yeah. And those that are asleep, those that are in the ground, will raise from the dead. And I'm not talking about the resurrection of life. I'm talking about the resurrection of damnation when they raise from the ground and they say, a holy and a righteous God and he looks at them and he opens up the books and he sets the books down and he says depart from me you worker of iniquity I know you're not and cast him into hell and he says well my name is I know I've done some good works well let's see let's see if your your name is found in the book and he says and whosoever's name is not found in the book of life shall be cast into hell and no you're, you're in the hell. Let's look. Who else needs to come? Oh, you're in the hell. And I believe with all my heart that you and I will be witnesses yes. of the white throne yes. judgment yes. as the resurrection, as those that have raised from the dead to receive the resurrection yes. of damnation. Oh, man, oh, that God always scares me to death to know that I'll stand there and watch all this take place and watch those that are lost those that have never received Jesus Christ, and there's nothing I can do about it right now. That's right. When I get there. But there's something I can do about it right this minute. Amen. 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 
Amen. Because the resurrection of damnation will take place. Yes. Amen. Just as sure as the resurrection of life. Amen. And he will look them in the eye. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I know you not. And cast him in hell. Plays through my mind every time I think about it. Is the guy that I should have told, or the woman that yes. I neglected to tell? Yeah. She's standing in line, or he's standing in line. <clears throat> Go to hell. Depart from me. And they're next, and they're scanning the crowd of those that are watching. And all of a sudden, our eyes meet. She looks at me. He looks at me and says, You knew! Why didn't you tell me? Yes. Why didn't you tell me that there was a resurrection of damnation? Why didn't you tell me that I'd stand before a righteous judge? Help us, Lord. And I know and I pray to God that there won't be that person that looks at me and says that. But I'm afraid to tell you there probably will be. Why didn't you tell me? You knew! You knew it! Yes. But you didn't tell me. Because they'll never... Things that you won't escape. You'll not escape the resurrection of life. And you will not escape the resurrection of damnation. That's right. You will not. And neither will those that refuse Jesus Christ. People think, oh, I got this hand. I'll be all right. One day you will. Every knee shall bow. Yes. The Bible says. Yes. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, whether they do it on this earth or whether they do it in the next, they will bow. Amen. Yes. Better now than later. You're absolutely right. When someone dies without Jesus Christ, and I should have told them, their blood will be on my hands. Yes. As I stand at that white throne judgment, whose blood is going to be on my hands? And I watch them knowing I should have told them. <laughs> it's hard to tell family. It's hard to tell friends. It's hard to do. I don't want blood on my hands. And I don't want them to go to hell. Well, they'll get mad at me if I ask them. It's not about a religion. People, I don't want your religion. I'm not trying to convert you to my religion. I'm trying to... Right. It's not about a religion. It's about a relationship. Come on. Right. I'm going to end with this verse, and I'm going to be done. Do you know somebody that doesn't know the Lord? You know how simple it is for them to know? For whosoever. Now call upon the name shall be saved. You know, you know what right here? 
Yeah. Yeah. They're a nice invitation to church. But food on the invitation to church. Right. How about the invitation to heaven? Yes. I want church. Ultimately, I do. But ultimately, I want to see him in heaven <clears throat> more than I want to see him in church. Right. You say, well, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Here's what to say. That's right. Because honestly, I don't always know what to say. What do you say to him? The, right, the resurrection of life will take place. The resurrection of death will take place. The damnation. I will take part in the resurrection of life. Amen. But I will ask you this. Is there someone here this morning that says, I'm not so sure that I take place in that resurrection of life. You know what that means? You take place in that resurrection of damnation. But do not leave here today without the assurance. Yes. Of the resurrection of life. Let's pray. Lord I thank you for this morning. Lord I pray that you've used me. In spite of me Lord I pray that I've conveyed the thoughts. Of which you wanted me to convey. I pray that it was clear. Lord I also ask if there's one in here today. That doesn't know you. That's never tasted of the resurrection of life. I pray that today would be the day. Lord, I also ask if there's one in here this morning that knows a family member, that knows a, a friend, that knows somebody that might not have a taste of the resurrection of life, but Lord, they know that they might have a taste of the resurrection of damnation. Lord, I pray that you'd work on each and every Christian's heart in this room. <clears throat> there's someone lost there's someone I know that doesn't know they're on their way to heaven. Lord, I pray that you'd work on us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let me just ask a couple of questions this morning. You say, Brother Trent, I'm sitting here this morning, and I know, I know, I know, I know. There is no doubt in my mind. I have, I have accepted Christ as my personal Savior. I'm going to heaven when I die. Would you put your hand up? Hands up all over the room. Thank you so much. You say, Brother Trent, I'm sitting here this morning. And I'm not for sure. I sure hope I've tasted the resurrection of life. But I'm not for sure I would. Is there someone like that this morning? Say, Brother Trent, would you pray for me? Anybody like that? Say, Brother Trent, would you pray for me? Do you put your hand up? See that hand? Anybody else? Say, Brother Trent, I'm just not for sure. Say, Brother Trent, would you pray for me? Just put your hand up. Put your hand down. Thank you. Say, Brother Trent, I'm sitting here this morning. And there's somebody on my mind. There's a family member. There's a friend. There's somebody I know that's lost. Would you pray for me that I have the courage, the boldness, the right words to say? The... Pray for them that they get saved. Anybody like that this morning? So Brother Trenton, would you pray for me? Just put your hand up. Put your hands down. Hands up all over the room. Thank you so much for being honest. Just a moment. We're going to give an invitation. We're going to give you a chance to...